As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm a mess I do my makeup in my car Pulling up 6.30 when I told you 6 o'clock I admit I'm always about to fall apart But you would never notice Cause I make you think I'm not You say you know me But you don't, but you don't, but you don't Make you look easy What a joke, what a joke Looks can be deceiving Could let you see the real me up people wow. <laughs> we got that's a whirlwind of dms and comments and question box answers and i mean just all of the above it is and you know what y'all rude as hell i was just trying to enjoy <laughs> a few <laughs> a few days away Spencer wouldn't talk to me she would not respond to my messages i'm like hello sorry i'm blowing you up but so i <sighs> either didn't have my phone on me like mm-hmm. the last few days mm-hmm. or i was knee deep in crime solving mode right oh man y'all okay so i can't i don't like everybody I can't even get into it because, no, no no but, but everybody oh. has probably seen read heard yeah. followed something the gabby thing and it is a wild ride it's crazy so they're doing a press conference tomorrow at 1 p.m but that's all i'm gonna say about it his attorney so we'll be tuning in for for that Cannot wait. I started <sighs> following the case like the day that she Same. was reported missing on TikTok because I saw a TikTok oh. about it. Yeah. And of course it was, you know, just I kept seeing more and more TikToks and then everybody caught on was like freaking out. And it's just been it's insane. Yeah. And I have a theory that I will tell you not on the podcast. Okay. I have a theory too and we'll talk about it later. Excellent. I'll have but your theory. Talk to my theory. It is like incredibly sad so it is very sad that's um, why i like don't want to talk about it on the show because we got so we got cra- we a got lot, a lot we to got talk about and i don't want to bring the, i don't want to bring the mood down no we have a lot we have a lot to unpack i'm talking not a carry-on suitcase i'm talking like big old suitcase we're over the weight limit I over literally it. took the words out of my mouth from your mouth to my no from your brain to my lips <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. um okay so if you follow us or if you're tuning into this episode, because we had a lot of engagement on this one and just kind of being transparent. We know we have lurkers on our page. We know this. We have 20,000 people that follow us, but we don't always have those eyeballs on our stories. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. But this topic has really taken our feed by storm. What not you say? Uh, I mean, it's just, been a big one. Just a little bit. And if you did miss the stories... There is a highlight. Yes. I think I it forget called link what we called something. It. it was something <laughs> link. <laughs> I was like, let me look. So I just know. Um, but yeah, we saved it all to a highlight and we will, hold on. It links stories. What do you know? The story is called link stories. All right. Groundbreaking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Just, just really wanted to spell it all out there for everybody. Um, but so we have messages from the consumer side of it, like the follower side, and then the bib side. And if you're new here, bib is basic Insta bloggers. I think we've answered that question 466 times. Definitely more. You're under. I'm talking about this weekend <laughs> or this. What? What today? Yeah, this weekend. I don't yeah. even know what day it is. It's Monday. Monday. Okay, it's a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we wanted to kind of talk about everything from multiple perspectives because it's very interesting this has been a very wild topic to read and to hear about and to talk about to think about 
Um, all stemming from the link sticker. <laughs> like, what? Like, who knew? Who knew we'd cause a big link about that, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, I knew it was going to be controversial, but... Did you? Damn. I didn't know it was going to be like that. I mean, I... I didn't know it was going to turn into this, but yeah. just the swipe up first. Well, link. change. Like, people... Well, right. for us, I mean, swiping up. Like, that was really rude of Instagram, and I feel like they did it on purpose because we were really just hitting our stride. So, that's rude. <laughs> so, we were just, like, starting at ground one. We were wait. having a moment. We were having a moment. They took it away. <laughs> Moment's over. It's link stickers now. Wow. Linking up. No, it doesn't have a ring to it. It does um, not. No, it doesn't. But... I was telling Spencer, I actually had a conversation with Andrea Besson. I think that's how you say her last name. Is it Besson? I mean, I am not her, but we'll say yes. I know, but I think you said it correctly one time. And she was like, dang, she said my name right. But anyway, um, so we were just having a conversation around the change of Instagram and how, you know, people don't always love change and they don't always welcome change. And so after our conversation, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to like put that on stories just to see. Man, putting that on stories really um, opened up a can of worms, and it turned into more, which we'll get into later in the show, but about people being petty on why they follow people, or why they don't buy from people, or why they lurk, or what, whatever. Um, and Spencer and I were like, dang, we probably should just make this our show topic because it's something that everyone's right now dealing with, whether you're linking stuff. And by the way, if you have 10,000 or less and you can link like link sticker, something from your story, let us know how, because yeah, we, we put up a poll and people, I don't think understood the assignment. No. And yeah, if you can we like, link a lot a of product. people say yes. And yeah. I, I, I do not think. It was literally well, 50-50. <laughs> like, yeah, and there were some people on there that are, I mean, under 500 followers clicking yes. So, you know what? If the polls don't pertain to you, don't answer them. Skip over them. It's, it's very rude. <laughs> <laughs> it is not Instagram etiquette to answer story <laughs> polls that do not pertain to yourself. No. That's right. Kidding, but not. Um, <laughs> so... What, I guess the biggest topic, or we'll just kind of unpack it all. God, I feel like, I told Spencer, I was like, Spencer, I had to make notes, and I don't, I'm not really a note kind of girl, you know? Have you ever made notes for the show? Uh, never. (laughs) I'm like a wing it person, and it doesn't always go into my favor. Sometimes I wing things that I shouldn't. (laughs) My idea of notes is I write down like a bullet point with one word. And I'm like, bitch, if that don't jog your memory, you're shit out of luck. (laughs) Right, and what are you doing? I'll write down the episode name. And then one sentence, and I'm like, okay, there's my notes for the show. <laughs> this this is going to be really good. <laughs> hey, I'm Wendy. <laughs> Put your name on the paper, or you automatically fail. Yeah. Dang, I hated that. Minus five points, and always. They're like, who didn't put their name on their paper? I'm like, dang, that was me. Wait, what was it? It was a 72? That won't me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this topic, like we said is pertaining to everybody. So the first question that we asked on our stories was just if you preferred the swipe up link versus the sticker link. And 85% of the people said that they prefer a swipe up, which some of that could be because it's new and not everybody loves change. I don't love change, especially something like that. But what do I know? It sounds very silly, but I just don't like the look of it. So many people said that. They said it's ugly, yeah. and it is. And you can't even really, like, sometimes I can make ours pink, and then sometimes I can't. What's that about? Yeah, I think just depending on what else is going on on yeah. the story, the link can sometimes be really hard to see. Mm-hmm. So then you have people that are doing a bunch of arrow gifts mm-hmm. to the link to yeah. make sure people see it. It's just, I don't know, swipe ups were just mm-hmm. easy. And I do understand it from the point of okay well now followers can also engage on that story right whereas before the swipe up took that away I never even noticed that you didn't no and so many people messaged us that and I'd never even there would be so many times where I would go to message somebody based on their story and I Uh couldn't I would have to go back to a previous story slide to message or just skip ahead until there wasn't a swipe up attached to the story. So that's so crazy how you noticed that. And I didn't, and so many other people did. So, so I do get it from that, but like, that's such a minute thing. I don't know. I'm not, but a lot of people said that exactly what you're saying. People said that they clogged it up. It wasn't pretty. And 
I mean, if you think about it, Instagram is about being pretty and the aesthetic is huge. I mean, that's what Instagram basically sold itself as, is like a pretty feed. So yeah. if your story is not aesthetically pleasing, I mean, y'all know I'm an aesthetic kind of girl. Yeah. Kinda so, annoying. I mean, it's not, it's in the, in the big picture, it's not a huge deal, mm-hmm. but it does impact how every, everything kind of flows and gets put together. Right. And with the link thing, I also asked, and we won't like go through all of the um, different polls that we did because we did a lot that some of them will be just like redundant at this point, and we saved them to our link stories highlight. And um, a lot of people didn't like like to know it, which I don't mind like to know it from like we have like to know it's so that we can link on, and then we also shop on them. I don't mind it from a user like interface perspective. I, know I hate, you it. hate it. Yeah. I was going to say, I know Spencer doesn't like it cause you, they need some new developers. <laughs> There's certain, no, I just, I don't find it to be a super efficient mm-hmm. interface. Yeah. The search, I mean, just from the, from the back end. So f- the actual, I guess technically they're both like to know it now, but what used to be reward style from the like creator side, yeah. Yes, the creator. Um, the like the search functionality mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah, I the mean, catalog is weird. I so help me God, I swear four out of five times I try to link something, I can't find it, and I just give up. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? The twenty two cents that I'm gonna make on that isn't worth it. <laughs> Not even worth it. So yeah. I like I do get it from like that sucks, but yeah, as a shopper, as a consumer, that side of the platform. Yeah. I haven't experienced a lot of the issues that people were talking about, like the glitchiness and stuff. I've yeah. never had that issue. My issues are always on the creator side of. Got it. You're such a platform. creator. I know. Just doing big things, making making ripples over here, here making I waves. Am. <laughs> um, so a lot of people like the top responses for that was too much clicking and it takes too long, which that was huge. A lot of people don't like. Now. There is a lag. There yeah. is like a little lag when you go over that. I'll give them. Yeah, and people are very right now. Like I'm like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not proud of it all the time, but. Dang, Amazon really has ruined us. Really has ruined <laughs> us all, you know? But it's like, if you have to click, and it's also from a marketing perspective, and this is also what I was talking to Andrea about, that is common marketing knowledge. The more clicks, the more hoops, the more processes to go through to get something, the less likely they're going to be able to like follow through and do it, right? Because yeah. that's just, it's a pain in the butt when it comes to that. I don't think there would be a way for them to shorten it at this point in terms Probably of not. steps. Mm-hmm. But the lag... In those steps, mm-hmm. I feel like that could definitely be improved. Yeah, upon. no, for sure. I mean, especially when, like I said, it's important to know that like this is coming from people that are buying your product. So Spencer and I were talking before the show. It's like if you look at a bib as a boutique, you're selling all the stuff in your boutique, whether it's skincare, mm-hmm. hair care, whatever, you know, you want it to be as easy as it can be for that person to buy what you're selling because A, you're going to make money on that and B, you're going to make money on that. <laughs> I, I had a, I don't know what my B was. Truly profound. Damn. Good thing I wrote these pages of notes, guys. Coming in real handy. Yeah. Um, but if it's taking too long, you know, people are just not going to follow through with it. Because we asked that specifically too. And people either were not ready to purchase something at the time, which is totally fine. I understand that. Like if you, someone like specifically wrote us a message and they were like, if I'm not getting paid or if I don't have the money for something, if it's a big purchase or whatnot, put it in my cart and swipe up on it. I might not be ready to buy it then, but then it goes back to the cookie conversation. So like 30 days or whatever. I think cookies are 30 days. I could be wrong on that, but yeah. Yeah. If you add, cause I do that all the time. Sometimes I, I'm in the middle of something and I just mm-hmm. happen to be like tapping through. Maybe I'm yeah. taking a poop and I'm just <laughs> tapping through on stories. And then I'm like, Oh, gotta go. I'll just yeah. put it in my cart so I can pay for it later. Yeah. Um, or, and this is one thing. Another thing that came up a lot is I'll add it to my cart and then I'll tap the three dots mm-hmm. at the bottom and say open in Safari, which will take me to Safari. So then like my credit card information, all of right. that will be preloaded. Mm-hmm. That was another thing that, that was came huge. up a lot. Yeah. And that I a hundred percent get, but oh, yeah. either way it's, they're very easy solutions. It doesn't take a lot of effort to, you know, get around some of these quote obstacles. Yeah. But I understand that it's just one more step and some people don't want right. to have to take those extra steps. Yeah. But yeah, as far as like, you can't buy something right then, like, 
it stays in your cart. The cookies are there. Yeah. For a limited time. And if you have something in your cart for more than 30 days, you probably <laughs> you don't, don't need, need to be buying that. <laughs> you don't really want it. Let's be honest. No, if you're still thinking about it, you do want it. Just buy it. Whatever. Just bookmark their, or follow them on like to know it or bookmark the item. I yeah. don't know. Like to know it definitely has tried to make it easier to search items though. They didn't used to be able to do that. So now you can like search different things in someone's feed. Yeah. Mine's not that clean and concise. So you probably can't do that on mine. Mine's a real hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, like here, get some bubble bath on my like to know it. Um, okay. So it, like I said, it was more cluttersome, whatever. So people just don't love the like to know it and the, the link stickers and people were saying that if they could see the website that they would just go there now that's what triggered the whole conversation that's where it went crazy yeah um so then it opened up this whole conversation around okay so if someone's selling something and you see it's from Abercrombie and um you just are like, I'm not going to give them the commission. I'm going to go straight to Abercrombie and get these jeans myself. Well, A, you're going to have to like search for them. So you're really going out of your way to not support this person, which is like we asked, okay, if you're doing that, why are you not supporting the person that you're following? It was, it was multi-faced. Uh, people love their style. They don't like them. So I guess you can compare something like that to like Starbucks or Target or Chick-fil-A. There's so many companies out there that have like publicly stood for something and you don't agree with that. So you're like, I'm going to boycott them. I'm not going to do it. I guess that's not the same because you still would get Chick-fil-A even though you don't. Okay. So that's I was the trying same. to follow the train of thought. Bitch, I told you this before we started recording. And I you know. Didn't correct me. I, we were going over a lot of stuff. <laughs> Wow. We were going over a lot of things. Okay. Just now, but no. It's not the same, but it's, if someone stands for something and you don't like them as a person, but you like their style, maybe you would still support them. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. What? What? Don't lie to me now, girl. Don't fail me now. I'm not going to lie. You know what? Full trans. We're here to be transparent. Okay. So this is a judgment. You can see right through us. This is a judgment free zone. Mm -hmm. There is somebody who... I love their style, and they, oh, they make excellent uh, skincare. Fashion oh no, no, I listen. You know, I don't really follow influencers for yeah. fashion, but skincare uh -huh. and makeup recommendations. I mean, Chef's Kiss, good, good. They got that good, good. I have never used one of her links because I just she is one of the most fake individuals. Okay. On Instagram. Yeah. But I love her recommendations. Yeah. But I just can't. I cannot support her because of what I know about her. So. Yeah. You get Listen, it. I'm that. one of those people. Yeah. Here I am. Every But everybody's one of those She's people. She's the only person that I do that to, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then it opened up the conversation to why do you follow people that you don't. But, it, but exactly what you just said. And I, I think, don't follow her either. I just check in. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I see right through you. I just check in. Okay. So. Um. I mean, people had all kinds of responses for that. And we have talked about it in several other of our shows lately. People are following more people now based on being entertained and feeling like you really like that person. It's not so much now for inspiration. That was well, a top answer. What? Especially, well, I was just going to say, <laughs> Emma, yeah. <laughs> Two years ago when we started this show, mm -hmm. people followed influencers because they liked to see the opulent lifestyle. Sure. They like to see the it's wealth. Fascinating. Right. Yeah. It's the same reason that we love watching Real Housewives right. and other. Shows. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think when we're talking influencers, right, who are supposed to be, or at least in our minds, they are more attainable. Mm -hmm. They're more relatable. Relatable. You gotta whatever. say relatable. My you bad. gotta say relatable. Catchphrase. <laughs> But I think when we're talking about these people that are supposed to be hashtag relatable, mm -hmm. we don't necessarily want to see, and I'm using we as like a general term for yeah. Instagram audience. Yeah. People aren't really looking to see those same things anymore. Right. Well, the last year and a half has really fucked some shit up for people. And that's what I was going <laughs> to say. I think part of it is the fact that we went through a pandemic. Like we all went through that 
but we didn't all suffer the same way. We didn't all go through the same challenges with that. So seeing a lifestyle like that where it's maybe it was a little unattainable at first, but now it's really unattainable because you lost your job or you lost someone close to you, whatever, whatever challenge you faced that made the gap a little bit wider. But then also on the other side of that, celebrities were very different when we watch because we all grew up loving like newlyweds Jessica Simpson mm-hmm. that always comes to my mind and I remember thinking oh my gosh I want a juicy suit and I want this and I want that her life seemed so extravagant and if y'all haven't read her book read her book it's so good um and very eye-opening but to the eye her life was so like excessive but like great and that's what we wanted to do but then mm-hmm. she also didn't go on a story and in like I don't want to use the word complain, but like complain about stuff. So there was a little bit of a disconnect with like influencing is so like, what is the right word? Words are really hard. Y'all like influencing. You can come on and be on stories every single day. Celebrities are not like that. It's like the same lifestyle, but it's not influencer celebrities in their own right. But then when it comes down to it, celebrities, when they go through hard times, they're not telling you about it to be relatable. They're well, not celebrities relatable. don't care about being relatable. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. It doesn't benefit them in any way to be relatable. And they're not relatable and they don't want to be relatable. And so that's the biggest difference. I think that I was trying to say is you got there. It might've been a little roundabout, but like we got there, we got there. (laughs) We took two laps around the track, but here we are. It was Um, a connecting flight. I mean, girl, I got lost on that layover. So yes, with influencing, you can come on stories and you can talk to your audience and you can be that one-on-one through the screen, you know, but that's what Mm -hmm. they want. They want you to feel like you can trust them. You can talk to them. We're girlfriends. We're friends in DMs. I can talk to you. You know me, I know you and all that celebrities weren't like that. So that's why it's a big difference in the two of those type of situations. But then on the flip side of that, people are following you because they want to be entertained, but we follow celebrities because we want to be entertained, but it's just a different world. But you're an Insta celebrity in your own right too. It's so weird. We talked about this in the first year that we, in the first couple months and we were like, it's going to come head to head with something. And the money conversation was going to really like blow up, which mm-hmm. it has like people now are like, I don't know what to charge. Like this person over here has the same amount of followers I have and they get 20 K for a try on and this person gets three K whatever. Right. We knew this was going to come at some point. And there's so many accounts right now that are bringing transparency to your eyeballs. And that's what I was going to say too. Like on top of just everything that's gone on the last year and a half, mm-hmm. then you have more and more accounts like girl gangs right. who like we really like Gigi. We've had her on the show. Yeah. But you have accounts like hers that are really pushing things to the forefront that I guess giving a voice to things that kind of went on behind closed doors right. or in the forums. Yeah. And so it's pushing some of these these complaints that aren't necessarily snark. Right. Some of them are valid complaints, but they're yeah. pushing them to the forefront and Maybe bringing them to people's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like bringing attention to them from people who wouldn't have otherwise given those concepts or those ideas thought. Does that make sense? (laughs) I'm really rambling. No, I feel like I'm thinking about this. I'm like, damn, there's so much we want to say. There's so much information. It's like overwhelming because this topic was such a... It's taboo, but it's not anymore. And people are wanting to talk about it. But then it's like there were so many point of views to it. And we'll definitely post some anonymous um, messages on stories after this releases, just so y'all can like read some of the stuff. Because it would be, it would take us five years to go through every message. I mean, we could get to every message, but like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of DMs and voicemails and text messages over the last. 24 hours right it's, it's overwhelming which is good because it's like bringing it all to light for everybody you know I mean even bibs were calling us bibs were venting yeah. about a lot of this stuff too and not even just from like oh I don't like the sticker it's like real life stuff because even within it's the industry than just not liking the aesthetic that's of it. right within the industry you have obviously tension it's no different people act like the bibs can't dislike another bib that's okay like you're allowed to do that you don't like every single coworker that you have in your life that's totally mm-hmm. fine and this is no different 
This is a career. This is no different anymore than anything else. Like this is a career path that people are doing. People come in, they start out. We have the OGs. We've got the ones that have paved the way. We've got the ones that have rewritten the way. All of the things, right? All the different um, levels within this corporate Bib America that you're Bib America. <laughs> Look, we got to have our Bib University shirts made and our Bib America shirts. God, I, I keep forgetting about the sorority shirts. I'm really I mean, excited for I this. haven't forgot about them. We just got to get the ball rolling. Um, I want to go back to the money piece. Yeah. Because that was, I think, when you, we talk the most jarring mm-hmm. of responses and I think what really upset a lot of the Bibs yeah. is... So many of the responses were, I don't use their links because mm-hmm. I don't want to line their pockets, basically. Right. I don't want them to get a kickback. I don't want them to make money off of it, whatever. Yeah. Which, and it was an, it was a, a majority. Oh, for sure. On the poll that said yeah. that. What was it? Like 59% or something like that said yeah. that they, they intentionally don't use right. a and link yeah, it was, or a swipe yes. up, whatever. And a good amount of the responses were the money piece. Right. They didn't want to give to the bibs. And I mean, yes, a lot of them were very petty responses. I'm not going to lie. It was very petty with some of the reasoning behind it. But then some of them was just because like what we had talked about earlier, they didn't want to give into a billionaire lifestyle basically, or a millionaire. I said billionaire. Y'all are rich. They wish. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but a millionaire lifestyle. It's hard to, again, connect with someone that, And this is, again, from the messages that we got. If you're showing your brand new car and your bags and all the things and you're coming on stories and swiping up every other story, whatever, people don't really feel like you need that because we had multiple messages come in and say, well, if I saw it on someone that had a million followers, you know, on their feed versus 10 K, I'm going to get, I'm going to go back to the 10 K and give it to them because I feel like they need it more or whatever. But that's also tricky, too, because you and I talked before the show, just kind of going over things, and not everybody lives the lifestyle that you're seeing based on just their income. Maybe it's not their income that's giving them that lifestyle. They could have they could right. have started being a blogger because of their lifestyle beforehand. They could allow because for that. Because they didn't have to work. Right. Or, right. And not everybody is a Lebev, right? Mm-hmm. People see the the extravagant lifestyle of some of these girls and just assume that they all have it. Right. Or like little stupid stuff because they have a white kitchen. Right. You know what I mean? There's little pieces that are kind of your cliche things. Yeah. Um, Stay at home moms. Oh, well, they're a stay at home mom and they're influencing. Well, they must be a reach. Right. That's not the case. And you also have to look. So many of these women do not live. They're not living in New York City or San Francisco. We're talking right. middle America. Right, right. We're talking small towns in the South. Cost of living is less. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, just looks can be deceiving. Well, that's, I was going to say that. Looks are very deceiving. And I feel like we've connected with so many really great bibs that this is their job, but they work really hard. So that needs to be known. Like, not every girl out there is is doing this because they have – endless amounts of money. There are some girls that do it because they genuinely love fashion and they love sharing things and we've connected with them and they're like, listen, it's really hard and it is hard. Like I do think that's worth noting linking things, finding sales that takes a lot of work. Like, Mm -hmm. can you imagine getting up every day and having to do all that? I mean, that is a lot of work. Not everyone can afford an assistant, you know? And, but I mean, circling back to the whole piece of like, I'm just not going to support you because why would I want to give you money? That is really hard to navigate. (laughs) Like, when is that ever warranted? Because some people, like you were saying earlier, if there's someone that you follow that you're like, I really love what you're recommending, but someone messaged us and was like, sometimes girls are very snooty and snarky, unwarranted to their followers. Well, you wouldn't want to support someone like that. Like if someone in Nordstrom's an asshole to you, I'm taking my business elsewhere. I'm having a Vivian moment from Pretty Woman and I am seeing my way out okay we actually had a voicemail that was kind of interesting and to this exact point Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna play that real quick play that beautiful bean footage (laughs) okay so what is truly baffling 
is the amount of influencers saying that they just don't understand why you wouldn't shop their link. Well, the thing is they're so busy letting this offend them that they're ignoring a very basic business concept. They need to be asking, not complaining, but asking why. They need to be asking what they're doing to miss your support and how they can get it. Because the thing is, there are plenty of hate followers who just like your fashion or your home styling. So if they actually can't stand you or something you stand for or whatever, and I'm not saying you should compromise yourself, but if they can't stand you, then they're not going to give you three cents or whatever you get just out of sheer pettiness. So you have to stop being hurt. you got to go back to business mindset. If you truly want to stay in business, remove your feelings and find out what you're doing that is costing you money. Dang. Okay. So interesting. She felt that. She felt that. Good girl. Um, okay. So we have a message actually from someone that said, I only purchase from people that respond back like normal customer service or salesperson, you know, that makes small talk, whatever on their stories and questions about the product. I won't purchase from anyone that has someone else answering their DMS either. Hmm, that's actually interesting that she said that. What I will do is I'll find smaller accounts that are sharing the same thing and that will respond back and I'll support them. I've been following a lot of influencers for a long time before they ever hit 100K and they always responded and now crickets. Three cricket emojis. <laughs> it's just a part of customer service and my preference is if, if they are going to get rich off of us. So here's the thing and we're going to talk about this more but since we already started talking about it. Yeah. It's not, so many people think that, I don't know, that like influencing is a get rich quick scheme. Right. I think it's kind of, and actually it's kind of an interesting parallel because we did have some people <laughs> message us about it. Yeah. It's a little, sometimes can feel a little like MLM honey, you know, it's yeah. a little, a little culty. Yeah. The influencer <laughs> world. But at arm's length. The promises aren't there. Yeah. Right? You're not going to be, you can't just decide to be an influencer one day and in six months be rolling in cash. Right. It's just not how it works. Well, I think it's, you can decide you want to be an influencer, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be the same successful level that someone else is. And that's what people think. I don't think it's that they can't do it. A lot of people do it because they do think that. They're like, oh, this is super easy. I'll get on. Yeah, sure. I'll sh share some products. And when it doesn't happen for them like that, they're like, wait a second. I thought I was going to get rich from this. That's what I'm saying. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you can, I mean, anybody can do anything. I can right. join an MLM tomorrow. It does not mean I'm going to be rich. Keep your MLMs I away from us. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't stop sliding in my DMs. But it's the same thing with influencing. And yeah. we hear it so much from the girls that have been doing it for a long time. It yeah. took them a very long time to make money. We've talked about it to, mm -hmm. at nauseum, so I'm not going to talk about it again. Right. But that being said, a lot, not everybody is hitting the Jen Reed status, yeah. the Champagne and Chanel, the Laura Beverlyn, even the Whitney Rife. Like, right. Not everybody is hitting that level of wealth. No. It's just not happening. Well, it's so oversaturated now, too, that it's a lot harder because it's like anything else. When you start way behind the ball, it takes a lot to like get to that level now versus before when you were, uh, what is it? Less commodity. Uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like when it's yeah. not so oversaturated and people were seeing things fresh and a new product, they were like, Oh, that's great. I want to buy that. Now it's like everybody is selling it. And I think you would also be, we can't say that luck doesn't play a part of it right yeah. timing hard, oh my God. Yes. hard work is great it only takes you so far to be that level of success there of course is hard work behind it yeah there's a degree timing, there's yes. luck there's good timing which mm -hmm. again can come from luck right so I mean there's more to it not everybody can be that successful right but anyways but I think that because there is such a lack of transparency around money and monetization and we're getting better about those things yeah you're starting to see girls open up more about that but I have to wonder if there was more transparency and more equality in terms of 
what these girls are actually making at mm-hmm. all different levels. Yeah. Would people still have the same misconceptions about what a commission on a swipe up actually provides someone? Right. Because it's a lot of forced um, acknowledgement now. It's a lot of forced transparency because now it's more like girls talk. Like there are girls all the time that are in little pods of like their friends and they have group messages they know, like you probably do talk to people, but there's also competition that comes with that too. We've heard of that from the inside where, I mean, that's human nature to be a little competitive with your colleague, you know, your coworker, whatever. But I'm not even talking but, influencer to influencer transparency. Yes. You, you mean we like need that. people not realizing from the outside looking in how lavish it is or isn't. Right. Because yeah. we've talked about it before. Any other profession that someone's interested in, yeah. they can go to Glassdoor and see a variety of different salaries mm-hmm. and get a ballpark of right. what they can expect to make. Yeah. Obviously, it's not that kind of job. But so, you know, even if there was a there, ton of transparency, yeah. you couldn't do that. But that's, I think, why it makes it so difficult. People don't truly understand. Mm-hmm. And there's another voicemail that we're going to play yeah. in a little bit that kind of touches on this again so I'm kind of jumping around forgive me no but you're right I mean it's one of those things too that if it it messes it up and Whitney has talked about this a lot too people that do things for free just for product versus people that charge from day one that skews it a little bit and and I say messes up like for lack of better words but that's really hard because there's no like black and white onto how to do something like that if everyone did it a certain way and there was that transparency they're like hey this is what you should do because like if you're starting out as a receptionist and you work your way up in a like a company you're going to eventually know this is the path I have to take well as an influencer you don't really know what there is no path really it's been like you said earlier, luck or whatever, timing and hard and work. And also from the brand side, right. they don't, a company that's just starting to work with influencers kind of depends on the influencer to teach them how it works and mm-hmm. show them what the value is. And so if you have people that are coming in and willing to do it for free yeah. and the company gets accustomed to that, that's how we end up with, and they're out there really pretty good size, mid size to large mm-hmm. size companies that expect to pay an influencer with 300,000 followers 500 bucks for a feed right. post. Like, that doesn't happen. But the number doesn't make the influencer more influential. Do you know? And there's a huge misconception Correct. with that. Like, if you have, we've said this a million times, if you have 500,000 followers, but you don't have a lot of influence on your following and people aren't buying what you're selling every time because they're not there just for loving you, I guess, for lack of better words of saying that, then if you have someone with 20,000, they might be more valuable because they may have way stronger influence on what they're selling too. So it's, I don't know. It's just such a messy, like path or not path, but so such a messy conversation yeah, with the financial money aspect of it, of it is mm-hmm. about as it's hard, clear as mud. Right. Um, but again, it all comes down to a misconception, I think from followers about how much money these girls are actually making because Mm -hmm. some of them, yes, are making ridiculous amounts of money. Some of them are not. Right. The cost of what they're doing versus what they're bringing in is probably negative at this point, you know, for some. For some, absolutely. I'm like so out of it. I need more coffee. I went to drink out of my cute fall mug and I went to sip and it was empty. It was a sip. (laughs) My Keurig made like not... Not a right um, amount. I don't know. Anyways, so we had someone else leave a voicemail about uh, just perspective on why somebody might not be swiping up on somebody's link. Mm-hmm. Hi, swiping up. Um, Long time follower here. Uh, I didn't actually vote on any polls yesterday, but now that I've seen the answers shared from your question boxes and seen how a lot of influencers have taken to stories to express their surprise or confusion on why people would go out of their way to not give them the commissions. Um, I hope you guys take advantage of this opportunity to acknowledge that maybe some people don't like giving commissions to certain bloggers because they might not use their platforms to advocate on certain current events, or maybe people are just tired of seeing them shilling money on designer bags, crazy lifestyles, travels, big houses, cars, you know, like it's nothing. Um, I'm really just playing devil's advocate here and totally understand the time and the effort put into the links and the swipe ups, but 
if COVID or the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that influencers and bloggers really do look out for themselves. Um, and when you think back to all the instances, how many influencers did, applied for PPP loans or the fiasco with Ariel Charnas or even Daryl Ann Jenner or, you know, Krista Horton when she was bundling money at the beginning of COVID um, and then posting their profile with on her stories saying, pay your bills, you know, it was extremely condescending and like very God complex vibes. Um, the reason people might avoid giving credit to influencers is because we have seen time and time again how these women care about themselves and their bank account, even in times of turmoil. A lot of them are so detached from our reality, the reality of the normal middle-class American, that some people would rather not support them in order to stay neutral and not feel like garbage the next time we hear of a scandal come out and it's the influencers you happen to put money into the pocket of. Um, I'm not saying they are all bad by any means, but when I see influencers with over 100,000 followers complaining about not getting their pennies of commission when from people shopping their swipe ups, it makes me cringe. <laughs> like, they need to take their thousands of dollars that they get on paid advertisements and stay humble. Maybe look inwards at why a follower may not be inclined to show you support and go from there. If it bothers them so much, then don't post swipe ups. But chances are the payout is actually good and they probably shouldn't be complaining. Um, I just hope you guys take the opportunity to inform influencers that it's not just followers being petty. It might be people being picky about who they support, um, and that should be okay. I'm also a small business owner, and I know when someone chooses not to support me, I think about what I have done in order for that to happen. So, again, just playing devil's advocate here, but I hope you guys analyze the situation in both ways. Um, thanks. Okay, so hopefully this follower listens back and sees that, like, we're trying to take a really neutral stance on this and share both perspectives because I do see it from both sides. I know you do, too. Um, That being said, I think that everybody has every right to decide who they want to support and who they don't want to support financially. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. Obviously, we all have our own set of like morals and things that we stand for and believe in. And we want to support like minded individuals. I think that's people buy from people they like in any aspect of it. Absolutely. I think that some of the in the Bibbs defense, I think what was so shocking about some of these results Mm -hmm. were people were basically implying that they follow these influencers mm-hmm. and then still elect to not shop their links. Right. Like they were more maliciously, they were maliciously not doing it just because of X, Y, and Z. Right. But still, some were, but and, and some, were, <laughs> some were, but still following them. And I do right. get that is confusing. Yeah. But as you said, in the beginning of the show, we all ourselves included have the hate followers and the lurkers who are just there waiting Mm -hmm. to watch something bad happen or whatever whatever. reason yeah Yeah. they don't want to miss something but they also don't want to support you there's that and we did also get a couple messages from people that were like okay so we always hear bibs saying anything you do helps us following us liking photos comment commenting on photos blah 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 right so then there were some people that were saying well i'm still supporting the bib if i'm doing these things who cares you know they shouldn't they're not getting my money but they're getting my my support from me following you or engaging with you yes and they felt almost kind of resentful that Mm -hmm. they're told these things these are ways you can support us and Mm -hmm. then they felt resentful that people were getting upset because they want you to buy from them at that point exactly so took 14 tries, but honey, we're on the same project. <laughs> we're there. Um, we're coffeeless, but we're there. Whatever. So anyways, I just think that it's, it is, that is an interesting yeah. point. It's, but it's so hard because again, this whole conversation, the whole money conversation, influencing as a whole is so 
cloudy. There is no black and white. There is just so all over the place for every single person. Everyone's career is so different. And so therefore they're fo- people's following is unique to them. People support influence. All of those things are so different that just because someone has a million followers doesn't mean that all those people are there just to support them for, because they love them or maybe they do buy what they recommend because they love what they recommend, but they don't like them as a person. There are so many freaking reasons, I guess like as a whole, that's really the takeaway is like, there's so many freaking reasons why people do or don't support you. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to play an, in this voicemails from an actual, from a bib. Okay. And her perspective. Yeah. So I am an influencer, and honestly, I am mind-blown at the comments about somebody going out of their way to not give credit where credit is due. Um, so one of the comments I saw, no profits for them, especially if it's, some, if it's an influencer I'm not a fan of. Okay, first of all, I think this comes down to why are you following somebody that you're not a fan of? Um, You know, (laughs) I'm just, like, so thrown off about this whole thing. Um, People think that we're getting rich off of like-to-know-it commissions, and I can tell you right now that is not the case. I mean, we're making, like, 10 and 20 cents off of one item you know and if that person is finding something for you and you like that item it's not costing you a dime to just swipe up on their link and then give them credit and it really just says more about the person that is typing this than you know than about any influencer that they're not a fan of so um the last thing I'm going to say is that I hope that none of these people are following me. <laughs> but yeah, this is um, crazy. So that voicemail is interesting because there were multiple messages because today a lot of girls had shared their thoughts on the whole conversation around it. And people were showing what they were making and like to know it. And it really was like, 10 20 cent a dollar whatever mm-hmm. um and we had several messages of people being like okay so fine if I'm not giving you my 20 cent what does it matter so to be devil's advocate for that if you have every single person thinking that way then they're going to make nothing at all so that's really hard too I think like just because they're not making a lot on that one item for that one person if 500,000 people thought that way imagine that impact that's going to have. It might not be just 20 cent from you, but if everyone thinks that way, that's a lot of money. I'm not good at math, so I'm sure it's like a couple (laughs) thousand, but (laughs) but do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's one of those things that if everyone thinks that way, that's going to add up to be a lot of money that you're missing out on, which is really hard, but just to be on the other side of that. But like she said in her voicemail, a lot of bibs did not understand why people are following and, we just talked about it. I mean, people follow for like all different things. Right. We don't have to tell you that. Y'all know that because y'all do it. We know that because we do, we do it. it. Like we have people that do it. We do it. Like it's just, that's just who we are, who y'all are, it's true. who they are. <laughs> <laughs> so we also got another voicemail from a bib kind of talking about this. Okay. I mean, I don't even know how many people storied basically saying the same thing, talking right. about they make sense on the dollar and blah, blah, blah. They're 100% correct. Yeah. If you're talking about like to know what commissions, mm-hmm. it is cents on the dollar for most items. Now, right. there's the occasional brand that has a super high commission rate, whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, people aren't making a ton of money on whatever the particular item is that they're linking. Right. But there's another side to it that this bib left on our voicemail. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the swipe up aspect of it. Um, I do see a lot of influencers talking about how they only make a small commission on items. You know, they always say, I only make sense here and there. And I, I appreciate that. I've seen that on the back end of it. I do have like to know it myself. And there are some items where I make three cents on it. However, there are high commissionable items where you can get 10 $15 even, probably even more on some of those items, as well as you make commission on an entire purchase. 
So just because they swiped up on that 10 cents, if they made an entire purchase that is, say, hundreds of dollars because they also added extra pairs of jeans, extra shirts, extra shoes, they actually make commission on the entire purchase. So it's not just that one item that they are talking about for that sale. Um, and that's just something I feel like a lot of influencers don't disclose, although they say it's them. They also forget to mention that there are multiple commissions made based on the products that they've added to their cart. I hope that made sense. Um, I don't see a lot of people mentioning that, and I think it's incredibly important that if you're going to mention you make only sense on the commissions of an item, you're also making bank on the entire purchase that they make if they add multiple items to cart after they swiped up on that link. Just an FYI. Love you, girl. Love you, Bill. <laughs> no, she's exactly right. And you know yeah. what? It reminded me too, like, um, better with Chardonnay, Stephanie, she has a lot of people that message her and ask for her Amazon, uh, swipe up link. She's one of those ones that will say, Hey, this supports my lifestyle, my family, um, career. I forget mm -hmm. how she words it. Sorry, Steph. I know I'm like butchering that, but, um, people will ask her so they can swipe up on her link. So she'll get credit for the whole order. Yeah, so she's exactly right. Thing. Yeah. Because that, that would add up too. The other thing that uh, all, I mean, I don't know any bib that has a like to know it that doesn't do this yep. is shop their own links. People message us that. Yeah. So yeah. they shop their own links, but also you do run into, um, and we've seen it before, where people are double dipping and getting commissions from two different places. Mm -hmm. Right. So... Yes, the the sense on the dollar thing is absolutely correct, but it's not always just sense on the dollar. Right. And you can negotiate it different ways. I mean, there you can either do like X amount of dollars for a feed post plus the commissions on stuff. Not every company does. We've now that we're in the more like ad part of it in the podcast, we hear about it now. And I think it's been very eye opening for you and I to like mm -hmm. learn. I mean, we didn't ever think about like charging something for an in feed post versus a story. But also I think it's so frustrating for people because there's such a stigma around ads and swipe ups when that's not always a bad thing. Yeah. Like, it's a very heightened. Yeah. People awareness hate about it. it right but now. at the end of the day, like people have to do it to support their business and same thing with us we were nervous about doing ads in our show because we we're like oh god like that's gonna feel weird or that's gonna but it's not it's that's how it puts money back into what you're doing to be able to do content creation so that's something to like note as well so if you do see people that you like support them because they're going to be able to do more with that you know yeah. like if y'all support us we can go on a nice vacation <laughs> and not be so damn scatterbrained we can buy that pink boat that I keep eyeballing I mean, you know like hello just give us a little song, song. no I'm kidding but not if you support people that you like, they can do more with that. And For sure. I also don't think, even though we're saying this, it's not fair to assume that that's automatically the right. case with everything that they're swiping no, up it's on. it's so different. And it's also not fair to assume that because an influencer, you know, I, I see it said a lot, well, you know, you just assume that everything they share, they're getting paid for. Right. And that isn't the case. There are tons. We do it. I mean, we're we're like nothing. So I'm not even going to talk about us. We're a blip, but there's a ton of small businesses that get free publicity and support. And maybe it's not entirely free. Maybe they're gifting some items to big influencers, but then there's also influencers that just want to share local businesses out of the good right. of their hearts. Exactly. And that people also want to see, like I have a message pulled up and they're saying that Maddie Nelson, for example, is really great. Like she's sharing a ton of like home content and stuff right now and her family but she also will throw in like the verb bars and it's a good balance between like selling you something but then also showing you home stuff and people are going to ask for a link like that is reality I know that our perception on that has changed too from being like from looking into this for so much people do ask a million times for links on the most random crap but she's really great at doing that and this particular message was just explaining like it would be nice to see more bibs do that where it's not every single story and ad, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think as a, we said earlier, the, the biggest thing that I think influencers were really jarred by yeah. is just that 
it was a personal attack. They felt it. They yeah. took it very personally, and someone nailed it earlier. And now, don't get me wrong. I see both sides of it because I take things to heart too. Like if I feel like someone's mad at me or doesn't like me or says something about me, it does bother me, and that would probably bother me too. You know what I mean? If somebody were there and saying. No, I wouldn't buy something from you because I don't like you or whatever. That would suck. Like, that would bother yeah. me. But people were really upset because they're like, well, then why are you here? Why? Are-? But all the reasons that we had just talked about. Well, obviously. and people talk in absolutes too, right? So yeah. sometimes things are just said as blanket statements. And then they'll be like, oh, but I'm not talking about so-and-so right. and so-and-so and so-and-so. It's so-and-so. not so personal all the time. We've had people come at us for things that we didn't even mean personally. It was just kind of a wide, a blanket statement to something. Right. And it, I mean, there's exceptions to everything. I mean, there are. Yeah. And everyone's on high alert, right? right. You have the bib side and they're on high alert of criticism mm-hmm. and people being kind of hyper-focused on some of the things that are not so flattering about the influencer culture and that side of it. Right. And then you have followers who are hypersensitive to, you know, some of the things being shoved in your face. Exactly. Look at this. And yes, it's a very like hot and cold black and white picture, but it's really not. There's a lot of middle ground too, but not everyone's great at showing that. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. I mean, it is a lot. I feel like too, this could probably actually be like a series was, of episodes oh my God. because I feel like we, yes, we could. tried to cram so much of what's been thrown at us in the yeah. last 24 hours into one, one episode. episode and it's just a lot. And my head is kind of spinning. Yeah. I told Spencer nothing good <laughs> happens after eight y'all and it's nine 45. Y'all know I turn into a damn pumpkin after 845. So. Except not before September 22nd. Right. I turn into a sunshine. No, a sunflower. Whatever. A sunflower. No, but then sunflowers don't stay awake at night. They don't? No. What do you mean? I don't know. They face the sun. So at night they probably go, oh, okay, never mind. Girl, stop. See, this is why we need to end it. <laughs> um, no, it could have totally been a series. And hopefully it made sense. And y'all enjoyed the show because there was so much we wanted to cover and we'll definitely share some stuff on stories too that we just couldn't get around to we had yeah. so many voicemails that we wanted to yes if you play. left us a voicemail and we didn't get to it i'm i'm yes. sorry but we also didn't want to be here or keep y'all's ears here for four hours but y'all can always call our bib hotline we love getting voicemails 919-867-6776 you said the wrong number last week <gasps> no i didn't yes you did what did i say the wrong number <laughs> uh, well, not six seven seven six i think you said six seven 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 or something like that i don't know Go my bad listen. just to recap that's nine one nine eight six seven six seven seven six that's the bib hotline you can call and talk to us about anything good bad or otherwise um i love the voicemails it's like I when you voicemails it's too. like when you get a piece of mail i mean i don't get excited about mail anymore because they're usually bills, bills. But, you know, back when you used to get excited right. <laughs> about getting mail. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Um, as always, the way that you can show support for us here is to share the show, uh, tag your friends, family, whoever in our posts. Um, we definitely appreciate that. We don't really market ourselves. Instagram is it. Yeah, so Instagram is our marketing tool. Show us some love. <laughs> uh, head over to iTunes. Leave us five stars uh, and some words of affirmation. We always appreciate that. Our Facebook group is open still. Yes, ma'am. The public, answer the questions or access denied. <laughs> you can uh, get a bonus episode every month and support the show by joining Patreon at the Miller's tier. So that's patreon.com slash swiping up. As always, follow us as swiping up follow <laughs> me at spencer so basic and follow me wendy at wendy being basic and don't forget to hashtag embrace the basic bye, bye. i lost my freaking train of thought bitch did you really yes mm-hmm. you should have had a page of notes you are such. She never has said an empty noted over here. See, such a bitch. Hold on, it's gonna come back to me. It's gonna come back to me. 
We it's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. Ooh, that was a good little run. <laughs> well, we'll see when we listen to it back. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.